All right, guys, welcome to today's episode of the Yacht Yacht Show podcast. Thank you for tuning in and listening one more time. First of all, we'd like to give a shout out to Big Pig Trap and the Hog Eye Camera System, which keeps me doing what I do at the level that I do it. And also Barnes Crossing of New Albany Chevrolet, who keeps me on the road and gets me where I need to be. Today, I have a guest. Uh, y'all seen me together with him if you watch the YouTube and the Facebook channels. Cameraman Ron. What's going on, guys? Welcome to Yacht Yacht Nation, man. That's right. I told If you've listened to the podcast that we did together on your channel, I'm telling my subscribers or, or followers today or whatever you want to call it to uh, that you may be guiding me through some things, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I've, I've been doing the podcast now probably for uh, six, nine months, something like that. So I've done a couple of maybe one or two more than you, but uh, yeah. I, I'll lend help any way I can. You know that, man. Yeah, I'm in about six days. You're in about <laughs> say, You know what? But if, if you read the comment section, you can become an expert in anything in six days. All you got to do is watch one video, and you're an expert all of a sudden. Yeah, an expert. Uh, so if, if y'all would, and I'm stuttered on my words, I've been on the road for about five about five hours. I come down here to Pensacola to meet you and deliver a hog trap, which end up being a fan or a friend. I hate saying fan, but like a friend. Yeah, that's what it is. I mean, it's, yeah, friend of the channel, fan. But th- that's got to be an awesome experience for them. Um, they go out, you know, I can only imagine if somebody, like, if I bought something like beefcake jerky from Andrew Flair, and all of a sudden Andrew Flair shows up and delivers right. it. Like, that would be pretty cool. <laughs> so if you to show up with a big tra- pig trap, I'm sure he was pretty stoked on that one. Oh, yeah. He called out the whole family to come out. <laughs> we take a picture and shot a little reel and whatnot. But, there you uh, go. So you're my guest today, even though we are down here in your podcast office. Yeah, but that's cool. It's, uh, it's It makes it nice with this setup. You don't have to drag all your stuff in. So. That's right. That's right. So the podcast, uh, I guess we're talking about your show, The Cameraman Run, which you do a lot of fishing. Yes, sir. Uh, inshore, outshore. Both, if I can get out there. It depends yeah. on how calm it is. Um, I only have a 17-foot boat, so I don't go out deep very often. Um, it's, the conditions have to, have to be right. Oh. Inshore, I can pretty much do whatever. So. Okay. So your channel, like I said, is, is Cameraman. I keep getting stuttered. I want to say Captain Ron. I know. I it's because of Daniel Arms. <laughs> Dag on you, Daniel Arms. That's all he calls me is, is Captain Ron. And it was funny when I was reading through the the comments on when you posted your video, there was like five or six comments, and they're like, yeah, he, he says he's not a charter captain, but just ask Daniel Arms. He'll tell you that he is. And I'm like, I know. Every time I, mean, I fish with Daniel, the next three weeks, my inbox is filled up with, hey, man, I know you said you're not a charter captain, but do you really, like, on the download, do you come out and take, no, man, I'm not a licensed charter captain. But, yes, it is Cameraman Ron, not Captain Ron. I, maybe I need to just change the channel name. I, I don't know. So, yeah, one day you're going to have, like, the Florida Game and Fish show up and be like, where's your... Uh yeah. Charter license. Where's your charter? I'm like, dude, I have never <laughs> taken a penny for taking anyone on this boat. I promise you. Trust me. What, what was it said on uh, on my podcast? Look at me. I'm just broke and known, not rich and famous. So that's not that's not what's happening here. I promise you. Well, I thought I had a pretty good time. So uh, if, if you, I just downloaded mine uh, this week, or you know, by the time you watch this podcast, it may have done past a couple of weeks. Sure. But, uh, caught my biggest fish. You took me out and caught yeah. my biggest fish, fresh or saltwater. Is that actually saltwater under the bridge, or is yeah, it's saltwater completely. Okay. Um, I mean, some people will call it brackish. We're so close to the bay systems, and our bay systems here, everything pushes down from the north out of the river. So we get a lot of fresh water that washes into the bay. Um, the only true brackish water that we have here is up in uh, Blackwater River. Okay. Well, and as you push into the river, that does that's where you have to have a salt and freshwater fishing license. Like out in the bay, you don't need a freshwater license. So that's, that that kind of determines whether water's brackish or not. Right. Because when I caught that, when I posted a reel before I posted everything to the YouTube channel, and I posted the reel, that big uh, black drum we mm-hmm. caught – 
and I think I hashtag like salt water, just trying to get those clicks, you know. Yeah. And somebody was like, salt water, question mark, question mark, question mark. And then it made me think, I was like, was it salt water? Well, here's why. Because when you and I talked about this on my podcast, you have to keep in mind, we have people that watch from all over the country. Mm-hmm. There are freshwater drum. There are uh, fresh, straight, fr- like Kentucky Lake, tons of freshwater drum. Uh, Daniel just caught a freshwater drum um, out there in Oklahoma where he was fishing. Okay. So there are freshwater black drum. That's what they're called. Um, but ours are saltwater black drum. They're they're different, um, very, very similar, but they, are, they do have some differences in them. The biggest difference is for the drum family, like red drum, can survive in freshwater. They can't spawn in freshwater. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's the reason people get confused. They see that black drum, and if they're not familiar with saltwater fish, and they instantly think, "Oh no, that's a freshwater fish." Ours are saltwater. You, okay. can, you can catch them, so you can catch those out on the beach. Right. Because that's one thing on my show. I other than the pig trapping, that's the only thing. Other than that, and Jesus, that's the only thing I stand behind that I know. Right. That I feel like I know. So everything else that I do, when when somebody questioned me, I'm like, well, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I was just a dude with the reel in my hand and the reel wasn't even on the right side of it. <laughs> no, wait a minute. And so here's the thing. Everybody got all tore up about that. I set the big rod up for you. Yes, you did. Um, everybody got all tore up and they were like, you you set him up for failure. You had him reeling right-handed. I'm like, that's what he wanted. That's like what wanted, you wanted yeah. to reel right-handed. Now I didn't set the little rod up because I knew we were little yeah. small fish with that. We weren't yeah. going to get anything, but everybody thought I set you up because they saw you reeling with your left hand yeah. for the small fish, but I actually had your rod set up for the big fish in your correct hand. You reel right-handed. Right, right. And, and, and from where I'm at, when you brim fish or bass fish or catfish, yeah. where we come from, the reel don't, I mean, other than, they don't really come on the left side. They know. do, man. You just got to flip them over. You, you just got to take that screw out and put it on the other side. Man, I, I ain't No, unless you're using never, like old Zebco or something. I was just going to say, Zebco ain't never been on the left-hand side. Hey, there ain't nothing right. Listen to me. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, I, t- I tell folks all the time, I see these guys, and of course, inevitably, we get, you know, we have, you know, red rod sponsors and deals, or real sponsors, and they're like, yeah, this is a lot of money, and I, I, I like my Zebco. I promise you right now, there's some old dude in South Florida sitting on a dock with a Zebco 33 catching mm. snook for days. Oh, yeah. So, there ain't nothing wrong with rocking a Zebco, ever, oh, ever, yeah. ever. So. I don't have no problem with it, but everybody was, and I was like, well, if you were setting me up for failure... If you did that part, then I did the part. Everybody was ripping me about uh, the rod between my legs and my knees. My knees knocked together. <laughs> I mean, it was so. Normally, if you've watched my videos in the past, I try to coach people through catching a fish. When you stuck that rod down between your thighs, I I really didn't want to say anything because if you'd messed up, I wanted to be all on you. Because if, if, normally, if you mess up, you lose a fish. If you'd have messed up, you might got hurt, and right. Mama might have been mad when you got home. I didn't want her being mad at me, and I was like, I'm just gonna let this play out how it plays out. And, you know, Godspeed. Yeah. I know he's I know he's right with Jesus, so he'll take care of him over. It'll be fine. Well, everybody was calling out, which I knew it was very awkward when you watch it on video. Yeah. When I'm doing it live, I didn't I didn't know any different. I didn't know <laughs> like I mean, there's like it felt like four feet of rod past the reel. I didn't know what to do with it. Yeah, it's a, it's a shorter rod, uh, or it's a longer rod on the on the stub. But you basically you bury it right in your hip. Yeah, I um, can't and you do just that. and you just put that. In I could have given you a fighting cushion, but most people don't use those for you know that small fish. Normally, that's a tarpon or right. a big pelagic or something like that that you use a fighting cushion for. Well, so, love it. if you watch the YouTube people, like I said, it's it's my biggest fish, and uh, it's a black drum. And when, when we caught it, when it just barreled that that rod right over and I picked it up. I mean, I didn't know what to do. So it did the the 
the rear, the end of the rod didn't go under my armpit. You know, I didn't hold it like a, like you're catching brim or bass. I literally stuck it between my legs and I went to reeling hard, as hard as I could. Didn't even know what I was doing. And he's like, Oh yeah, you're good. I'm like, Yeah, you're fine. He's like, Am I holding this right? I'm like, As long as you get that fishing, man, it don't matter. That's, that's the only thing that's important right now. I didn't know, I didn't even know what to say to help you out at yeah. that point. I was just like, I'm just going to let this play out how it plays out right now. Yeah. If it definitely probably would have been, say, a really big fish, it probably would have put me, if it, if it a boat over, it probably would have picked me up between my legs and, and throw me in the water. <laughs> Well, it was funny because a lot of people was like, I'm surprised you didn't fall in. And I, I don't know if you didn't have the footage. I put a little bit of it in my video. Mm-hmm. Um, you actually did almost fall in. Yeah. Um, it was yeah. it was bad. I, yeah. I, I told David, I got a lot of comments about the making fun of myself for being fat, which I do all the time. If you guys aren't familiar with my channel, I'm a, I'm a fluffy guy. Yeah. I know yeah. hiding that. And I guess David had never been on the boat with a fluffy fellow before because I took a step about the time he took a step. And I guess the boat rocked just a little too much for him. And down he went. And he was down. And I like all I heard was him scream. And I turned around and he was just barely hanging on he was about over the side of the boat and was like oh man are you all right and he's like yeah he's like i almost went over though it was i was done yeah when you when you slowed it when i slowed it down on the video on yours and i watched because you know a lot of times you think something just almost happened you don't really know how close it was but right when i was bent over we actually went when we got done catching the the drum we went in a little the bayou in the bayou yeah. and we went inside there we was catching those little brim or whatever you call them i mean they would be brim <laughs> we were catching croakers okay croakers. we actually you the the mango snappers you were catching were nice those are yeah. good fish yeah they're better than that that uh the McDonald's. they were oh my gosh dude well i don't know who said that video or who i don't I even remember where the comment came but i told sarah when i saw it i was like we had fixed fish or something that day and somebody come in and was like i don't know why you put all that work in there ain't nothing be- beats a mcdonald's filet of fish sandwich and i was like well that's a challenge right there so yeah. um i think my my fish sandwich turned out quite a bit better than a, a filet of fish from mcdonald's yeah there uh, a lot of times that's a good thing about youtube and social media is is your opinion or or even negativity can could be the next show absolutely and uh so i think that's pretty cool with the internet that we have but so we were in there catching those croaker and those mango mangrove snapper snapper and as we were catching them we were using shrimp yep live shrimp and you was trying me how to put the shrimp in the head and all that in the brain or something no not in the brain (laughs) you want to avoid david is all about putting stuff in animals brains i'm like no man you want this one to stay alive for a minute and work with it a little bit. You don't want to kill it yet. So. Yeah, he's like, it'll kill it. Put it in the brain. like, they don't eat dead shrimp. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> they do, but they like that action under the water for sure. Right. And that's a lot of fish under there that we didn't know that you were showing me from pulling the shrimp like up to the top of the water. Yeah, those pinfish. Like, yeah, the 12 fish come to the top. Yeah, it's like they're piranhas. Like little, they are. Pinfish are like little piranhas, man. They're um, they're deadly to soft plastics. Like right. if you take gulp out there and there's a lot of shrimp there or a lot of pinfish, mm-hmm. I call them bellicudas on my channel. We, we ask, I, I hate calling them pinfish because it's just yeah. so basic. Um, so about six months ago, I let my audience rename them. They called them bellicudas because I give fish the belly. And, uh, but yeah, those, they are, they're just like little, like little bitty baby piranhas, man. They're crazy. Yeah. We caught some, I think I caught, we, I, I caught one of lost bait or whatever in your video. And as I was bent over to the cooler to get another shrimp, yeah. you stepped on that side, the same side. Yeah. Pretty good step. And uh, it kind of rocked the boat. It, it don't take much with me, man. It, it doesn't have to be a real big <laughs> and <I> step. Went, <laughs> and I went head first, and, I, and the cooler fell over a little bit, and, and <laughs> shrimp coming out. I like to went over the side. I was looking at the back, and when I turned around, you were just barely hanging on. I'm like, you okay? I'm like, what's happening right now? Uh, but that, I mean, if had I fallen in the water, it would have been epic for that for that show because if you need to go watch it, whether you watch mine or watch his, uh, preferably his. He does a lot better editing than I do. <laughs> I don't know about all that. <laughs> so it's uh but the 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 fishing trip that we took uh that he took me out onto the bridge was 
like I said, it's my biggest fish, and we had fun with it. And, and I learned a little bit, and then trying to operate. We had one, in that video, we had one big column of uh, poles tied together, yeah. and we're fishing around it. And <laughs> not once, but twice, twice, I threw it behind the columns. The that- upper. <laughs> So you guys got a picture of this. The, the, what we're talking about is a big – at every, like, mouth of any kind of bayou um, or any kind of inlet off of a big body of water, if there's not a jetty system there, where the, which there's not where we were fishing, you're going to have big pilings tied together. And they're just big, like wood telephone poles, essentially. Right. But there's, like, ten of them, and they rope them together. Um, there's a set of ropes on the bottom, and then about eight or nine foot, maybe ten foot up in the air, there's another set of ropes. Well, David was throwing over that one, like the one on the top, <laughs> not, not the one on the bottom. I'm like that would have been you know justifiable. He was throwing them over and on the side. Like I don't even know how you got it. Like it was like you threw a curve cast or something and dropped it in there. I mean, it's kind of impressive looking yeah. back at it when you think about it. Yeah, it's equivalent if, if for y'all you bass fishermen or, or bank fishermen or, or maybe pond. It's equivalent to having one tree in a forty acre lake. <laughs> And you throw it in the top of that tree. Yeah. You know, and then and then your your bait or your whatever is snagged in a tree. And that's about equivalent. I didn't have I'd had nothing else to get snagged on. Literally nothing. <laughs> not not a thing. once, but twice. twice. And, so, and the one time it was funny because I turned around and looked at you and I saw you like moving your eye and I didn't understand what you were doing. And I looked over and all I saw was your lure <laughs> bouncing up and down. I was like, what did you do? <laughs> like, how did that happen over there? All we needed was one of those pelicans kept diving behind us to run up there. And they wouldn't have surprised me. I actually hooked a pelican one time. I was down fishing with Joey Antonelli down at Sebastian Inlet. Um, and we were using poppers on top trying to catch jacks. And I threw it out. Um, and I usually try to watch for them. And as long as you like zip it real quick, they'll leave it alone. And I was, I guess I got distracted and looked away. And all of a sudden a pelican just dive bomb my, my topwater lure, hooked him in the neck. And right. which Joey is very, a very, very skilled fisherman. And he kind of just, he's like, just reel him in. He's like, and I'll get him unhooked. And we reel him in. And he got in there with a pair of pliers and got it out. But so yeah. I've, I've officially caught a pelican on hooking line. So, well, my uh, son, he was in a neighborhood one time fishing and, and they had a bunch of swans in it. Oh, no. And he was fishing with a topwater. And called a swan. <clears throat> oh. Yeah. And uh, it was one of those caring neighborhoods. Oh, I'm sure. And uh, they didn't even want him fishing. And he was like nine at the time. Yeah. And I wasn't there. I actually dropped him off with his grandmother so I could go out of town. And uh, he called me, and he's telling me the story. They had to get the vet. They had to get the local vet to come down there and get the hook and all that out of the swan. And this lady was just giving him cane about it and just going off. And I'm like... I'll be back in a couple of days, and me and Karen's gonna have a have a talk. Yeah, that's. I mean, you know, it sucks when that happens. I mean, I get it. I mean, don't get me wrong, but at the same time, it's not like he was out there casting at it. You yeah. know, it's like it'd be one thing if you're out there just being like negligent and severely, ne- and that happens. But I mean, like, it stuff happens. I yeah. mean, it, it sucks, and I mean, but at the end of the day, it is wildlife. I mean, yeah. it's not. Really? And yeah, swans are pretty, and like everybody loves them, but they're still just wildlife. Yeah, so. I just told him next time, don't fish no topwater bait around them swans. And, and <laughs> yeah, you might, they might, they might try to chase that just a little yeah, bit there, for well, sure. Especially in a neighborhood that probably just feeds them and, and stuff yeah. like that. And then they see something going across the water. They probably they're like, oh, look, food. Yeah, and my kid's like nine, and he, of course, he's freaking out, you yeah. know, after he catches it because it, it ain't a pretty sight when something get trying to get away. But, right, especially but, a bird. Yeah. It's it's crazy because when you – have you ever hooked a bird? No, I've trapped a bird, though. Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm not like with hook and line, <laughs> dude. They go crazy. Yeah. Um, like I've had a pelican that got tangled up in my line one time out on the beach. And uh, it went nuts. Yeah. Like, it's like it just spawns some kind of evil out of them or something. I don't know, but they're crazy. The best thing you can do is get them covered up quick. When you cover them up, they calm right down. Yeah, so. and that's the same way with dogs. Uh, and like I said, 
a lot of people, I know some listeners probably don't, you know, they're thinking, oh my goodness, you know, this is terrible. But, but birds with their wings is just a, it's a terrible sight in a sense, but it's just their wings beating and flapping. And, and a lot of people don't know how to control that. Like you just right. said, you got to yep. cover them up. Same way with when I used to catch coyotes. Yeah. Uh, you, every now and again, you'd have farmer's dog that's just used to making a loop yeah. and you'd catch a tame dog. Yeah. Well, a tame dog is the worst because they don't know what happened. They don't understand. Yeah. And then for us, we're trying to figure out if we can, we got to release him. So we're trying to figure out, can we touch him? Right. You know, we're a coyote or something, you know, we just put a snare on him. But uh, it's that same reaction. It's like they just kind of go wild, but yep. it's it's more action than it is pain or, or yeah. in a situation. Exactly. Like that. Right. I mean, they just, they, anytime an animal gets, and you have to keep in mind, all animals are naturally going to, it's like us. If somebody ties your hands up, that's your number one form of defense. So it's going to scare you more than anything else if yeah. your hands get bound up. So you take a bird. Their talons and their wings, that's their defense mechanism. Right. So if they get to a point where their talons or their wings are constricted, it freaks them out. Same thing with the dog. Their their mouth and their paws, that's it. So that's you constrict that and they freak out. Yeah. Yep. So uh, to move on, so where did cameraman Ron come from? <laughs> uh, like the name or the, the actual guy? Uh, which yeah, which I, one are we talking like, about here? You know, everybody always asks me where I got my yacht yacht from. So yeah. like, so I get tongue tied. So I'm like, you know, you had told me some stuff about film weddings and stuff that y'all did. I just didn't know if that was some of that. It or? was. So basically what when I, we had an identity crisis going when we first started our YouTube channel. We started off as RG1 Productions, which is what our company name is. Um, then we switched over to Crossroads Media and then we I didn't like the media thing, so we went to Crossroads Adventure um, just because we've always been very faithful and, and, and we've always had a religious and Christian background. And that Crossroads, it meant a lot to me and I wanted to do that. So, um, But then we started working with a local YouTuber here, Brant Peacher, and I uh, started filming some for him. And like literally between weddings and doing photography and then now YouTube, I, I had a camera in my hand like 99% of the time. Right. And one day we were out and he's like, yeah, he's like, you're just, you're cameraman Ron. And it stuck. And it was like it, people were searching for it. I was getting messages asking why people couldn't find me because they weren't obviously looking for Crossroads Adventure. They were looking for cameraman. And Ron and um, we were still very very early in the phases then um, and I changed the name over to cameraman Ron and it honestly ended up being the best decision we ever made because it was very searchable um, people you know people knew that name it was a branded name through all the different content creators right. that I worked with um, so it made you know the growth cycle in the beginning a lot easier for us with that name I got you yeah I, I see a lot of things when of course mine just my y'all y'all just become because of me talking the way I talk and stuff like that they're coming out talking about the turkey yep we don't yep at them we hit them with that y'all yeah. so that's how mine grew and it's just always amazing but I've, I've seen where like when you search stuff and people start YouTube channels if they're in the outdoors I always tell people stay away from the, the last word outdoors yes because there's so to. many you know I know people used to have the outdoor channels uh, on on the mainstream medias yeah. uh, not your YouTubes and stuff and everything was an outdoor outdoor yeah. but it gets lost in the the concept of everything, and then when when I see like such and such outdoors, sometimes it just makes me think like, you know, I just know it's going to be deer hunting, turkey hunting, right. you know. But when you have your own branded name yes. for sense, it just seems like what are we getting into today? Right. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's the thing about any any kind of social media that you do, and of course, I'm sure you get this all the time. You know, people asking advice. I want to start a channel. I want give me some growth ideas. Number one, you have got to find a way to set your apart yourself apart in every fashion. And that is your name, your activities, your ideas. You can't just go out um, and just fish. And it's I wish I could. I wish I could just go out. You know, I, I get hate all the time on my titles and thumbnails mm -hmm. and all this stuff. And I'm like, look, I, I would give anything if I could have titled the video that you and I did 
y'all y'all catches his biggest fish ever. Like if if I could get by with that, I would totally do it. But yeah. on my channel, I can't. I have to use those engagement driven titles in order to get people to click those videos. That's just how you grow. That's right. Um, and your name is it's huge because if you do like you said, if if it's if I do Cameron Ron Outdoors or CMR Outdoors or whatever, it gets lost in the shuffle. It it's does. just every time somebody searches outdoors, it's going to pull up ten thousand different names, and right. yours is going to get lost in it. You, you got to do something to set yourself apart. And if you see the big names, a lot of times it doesn't have that yes. outdoors. It's, it's them. It's who they are. And that's yeah. what you want to be. I mean, when people call, when people see me, if it was y'all, y'all outdoors, they're not going to call me. There's y'all, you know, if y'all yeah. watch y'all, y'all outdoors, yeah. they say, hey, where's y'all? Yeah. And uh, stuff like that. So any of y'all interested, because we do get stuff like it all the time. Hey, I want to do Daily. a channel. And I tell people, you know, a lot of people buy pig traps and they try to do what I do. And a lot of people trap more pigs than I do. There's people out there and they say, well, hey, I try to do it on YouTube. I try to do that. And I say, keep grinding, but also remember, because they, they, people want to know what made me so special to be able to, and then they post, say, maybe they catch more hogs, maybe they catch bigger hogs. And I just, I try to remind people that God gave me this platform. Yes. If it wasn't for that, and I didn't keep him forefront, then I mean, I know it would crash. It's, right. I'm just a pig trapper, but. And, and here's the thing, and it, it's funny that you say that, because I, if you, I've got a podcast standalone channel, and I preach this on there all the time. What we do content-wise is very, very minuscule in the grand scheme of things. I could go out tomorrow and I could start trapping hogs. And if I don't bring a personality to that video, nobody's going to watch. Right. Because people, yes, people are there to watch you trap pigs. That's We're not we're not kidding anybody. But I promise you, if you had just, and you know this, if you have just went out there and just dropped the trap, went, knocked heads, and, and never added your personality, never showed the craziness that goes on of the breaking stuff, channel wouldn't be what it was right it's it's very very little of it is about that those hogs and most of it is about what you do when you get there that's right and the other day so i hadn't posted this video yet because i i got to deal with another youtube ad that i'm going to put in this video so i got to hold out on it but i caught 21 pigs this week and uh our, our sunday morning about 4 30 i caught 21 pigs well the hardest thing about shooting video is when the the landowner wants to help but they don't want to be filmed yeah and it literally I could have, I couldn't film anything. I mean, I was filming, but I couldn't film him. Yeah. And with me filming, I'm always walking around. I'm always filming yeah. this way. And the only thing I could do was uh, when he helped me load the pigs, was put it in fast mode. Yeah. And he, and then some people just don't want to be filmed, but it makes it so hard because I was like, yeah. this is going to be a great, this is a great video. 21 pigs. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be great. And then we get there and he's like, hey, I'm going to just stand in the shadows. I'm like, it's kind of hard to just stand in the shadows yeah. and help me. Right. You know, it would have been best if he just didn't show up. Right. Or, they, or just stand, stood by the truck. Yeah. Be like, that's fine if you want to do that, but I need to do this by myself yeah. then just so I can get, you know, the content out of it for sure. But it's, it's so it's harder that way sometimes. But, and I, nothing, nothing will disrupt your flow than putting somebody into that situation that's a not comfortable being there or b doesn't doesn't want to be on camera i've been on the boat yeah. before and i've had people and um, i tell people which 99 percent of the time if i'm out on the mako and i know people see me take a lot of people out but they're always content creators yeah it's, it's yeah. i mean I, and i'll take my, my buddies come down we take them out and i'll take subscribers out every now and then but i tell people i'm like look if you can go on the boat with me, I'm going to be filming. That's yeah. a small boat. There's no way you're not going to be on the camera. Mm -hmm. So you, you just know that. You, you need to understand, I'm going to be filming. That's the reason I'm out there. Um, this is what it is. And, yeah. and it's because when they, if people get real awkward, it can it can mess your, your flow up really, really quick on what you normally do. Yeah, and I always tell people like, you know, they want to be on film and they're talking. If they don't want to talk, just say yes or no. Yeah. If I ask a question, just be like, yeah, yeah. or no. You don't, don't just, don't don't, just don't, hit, don't get hit with that deer in the headlight. Uh. <laughs> Oh. Like, oh. What? 
<laughs> I just ask you if the gate was over there. That's it. Like, yeah. this is not a hard question. Yeah. Is that the gate we're going to go out of? That's all I ask. That's right. This way, uh, but yeah, so you just got back and you did a little, what was that fish you just got through catching? Some Dude, man, we crushed the mahi. The mahi. Yeah, well, we caught red snapper too, but it was mahi. Um, okay. We got a little honey hole out offline or offshore. It's, yeah. uh, it's not a public spot, but uh uh, my charter buddy down in Destin, he he knows about it. And, uh, man, it was funny because when we got out there, there was another boat on it. And I was like, man, this is going to mess up and I'm going to catch them. Um, and they probably fished it for 45 minutes. We got about a mile and a half away from us catching Red Snapper. And we were kind of watching them when they left. We rolled over there and I was like, man, this is not going to be good. Didn't matter. Yeah. Um, there were so many of them. But mahi are the fastest growing fish in the ocean. A lot of people don't realize that. But really? um, yeah, there's not another fish out there that grows faster than mahi. They get they go from babies to big real, real quick. Well, from what I've known, everything in the ocean got teeth. They need to grow as fast as they can. Yeah. Well, the mahi don't have teeth, luckily. Um, they got a little rubbage there, but they don't have any teeth. But, man, it's good eating. Yeah. It is. I wish we'd have caught those before you were out and we we cooked out or whatever, But because uh, I know you were wanting to do some seafood. But, it, yeah, they're, uh, man, they're they're delicious. They yeah. really are. We, wow. we cooked those up, and that, that'll be, that video will already be out by the time this podcast comes out. It's coming out Tuesday. So. Okay. Awesome. But, I like I said, when you sent me the pictures and whatnot, I was like, well, I caught one. Yeah. <laughs> caught one big one. Yeah. Well, we caught we caught a few, but um, yeah, so we limited out on mahi. We caught 50 mahi that day in about 45 minutes, me and Dustin and one other guy on the boat. Dude, we don't even kill doves that many. We don't even kill that many doves Yeah, dude, it was, they, I mean, it, when you see the video, it, it's wild because we're literally, um, I don't know if you've seen like those TikToks where those guys are out there like ripping fish over. That's what it looked like. Really? Oh, it was insane. I caught one from behind the back. Um, really? Yeah, they were. They you were just yeah. drop bait down in there? Do we throw it? So mahi like fast moving baits. Uh-huh. So you you just uh, glass minnow, anything shiny. Okay. I mean, you literally okay. can put a gum wrapper on a hook, and if you cast it far enough, but they you got to have it moving. That mahi won't hit a stationary target. Okay, they're they're hunter fish, and they are aggressive, so they want whatever they're diving in on. That's got to be moving really quick. Okay, yeah. See, I, and people know if you watch my channel, I don't, I just don't do a lot of fishing. You know, I did when I was younger. You know, we we check a lot of hoop nets. I mean, they wasn't ours, but. We just, <laughs> We <laughs> oh, so if you're ever missing fish from back then, you know now if you if you live near y'all, you know what happened to him. Now yeah. it's all coming out now that he's on social media telling all his bad dirty secrets when yeah. he was a kid. Mr. John come over to my daddy's house one day. He's like, I didn't have that hoop net out there for about a month. I ain't caught a catfish in it yet. Well, he's out of school. <laughs> All of a sudden, boys went back to school and catfish showed up. I don't know what the heck happened, man. We're checking, we're checking that trap every day, man. <laughs> Poor fella. He said, I ain't caught a catfish one. <laughs> That's it, That was the only thing you were missing was a saltwater catfish. We could have put you on that. You yeah. did money. Oh, man. Our hogfish. Didn't somebody say something about a hogfish? Yeah, so those are down in South Florida. I did catch a Cuban hogfish offshore. You obviously would not catch yeah. those where we were, fish, were fishing yeah. at. Um, but down in South Florida, around the Keys, they're really prominent. Really? Hogfish, they get big. So. Yeah. So I don't know nothing about fishing. Like I said, you thought we might have caught, hooked a uh, shark or something the last trip? We did. Well, I, we didn't really hook him. I mean, he yeah. just he, he made quick work of that rod. I saw yeah. it pop one time, and I was like, I know what that was. When I reeled, reeled it in, everything was gone. It was sharks. So. Uh, I, I mean, I really want to try to catch something different. I mean, that was different enough for me. But yeah. I really want to learn how to like fish. Like, Shoot. really, like, had the look of a fisherman. Shoot, man, me too. <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? Me too. I've been doing this four years. I want to learn how to fish too, yeah. y'all. Yeah. So I don't I don't know if they like the uh, rod between the legs too much. But. Hey, you know what? It's like I told you in that video. It don't matter. As long yeah. as the fish gets in the boat, which it did, yeah. it, that's all that matters. It, Barely. Once I let the line, once you, I give you enough line to put I've, the head I've never seen anything. Like, I, that freaked me out for me because every time I try to pick it up with a net, the, the head was kind of, I was like, what is happening? Why is this fish not sliding down? And I look up and that rod just bent over. I'm like, oh, you got to give me 
some line, man. Yeah. I got to let that fish drop down in the net. I don't know. What, I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, I was trying to just put his tail in there. You was trying to get the heavy yeah, head you got, in there. Yeah, you got to get you always. Anytime you got those big like head fish, like those black drum show, yeah. I, which I net all my fish head first, just because. Right. And I tell people if you if you try to net them in the tail and that hook gets caught up in the net as they're sliding in and they shake their head, it's just an easy slide out for right. them. With that, if you hook or if you net them head first. You know, if the if they if the the net yanks the hook out of their mouth, their head's already headed in the direction of the net. They'll just slide right on into it, and you can grab it. It just makes it a lot easier to to make yeah. sure that the fish don't get away. Well, I had a good time. I had taken that drama drama mean. Yeah, I could before. tell you were a little drowsy at morning. And and somebody somebody said, what he said something about uh, not only does he need the real on the left side, it's like he's been smoking a little left hand something. <laughs> yeah, like, you you were definitely a little out of it that morning. But it's it's good. I didn't want you getting seasick out there, no. and it's a. Uh, but it, was, it, it was a little choppy when we first went out. It, it calmed down pretty quick, which I knew it would because of the wind. I wasn't expecting it to be that choppy that early, um, but it, it calmed down pretty much by the time we went back into the bayou. Yeah. So, uh, but the ride home was terrible. I almost stopped got a hotel just to sleep. Really? It was rough. You should have took your nap on the living room floor. Man, I could have. Your mama's floor and that fan blowing. Yeah, you. Dude. there was already a mattress set up in the sunroom. You could have turned yeah. that fan around because she's got company down right now. You could have turned that fan around you would have knocked right out. Dude, I would have been gone. I told you I sit in that chair while you was downloading those videos. I was like, dude, I could lay down the floor and I'll yeah. wake up tomorrow. <laughs> Go to sleep right now and be done with it. It was rough. <laughs> I've had days like that, man. I, which I've gotten to where now, I, I, number one, I, I rarely get seasick anymore just because I'm on the water almost day daily now um but like when i went offshore this past what was it friday i think we went out or monday i don't know what whatever whatever day i was sending all those pictures um i took one the night before and i took one that morning i was fine i didn't really get they don't make me too drowsy anymore it's it's rough on me so i don't know what i'm gonna do so we're gonna try to go in the morning yeah we can for sure it's not um not bad uh the weather looks right tomorrow so but i think what we're gonna i think we're gonna mainly fish the bayou in the morning um I'm hoping those big jacks are in there. That's okay. that's the goal is to see if those jacks have moved in and we're we're teetering. We're like yeah. it could be a day or two earlier, or they might already be there. It's right. hard to tell. So I got you. Well if we just catch a little something, you know, yeah. and uh, be fine with me because like I said, I'm trying to learn, but we ought to get together. How far so we have I have a few catfish guides that I okay. that I know and they catch some giants and so that'd probably be more up my alley because I know at least, you know, when I hook something, I know what it is. And, right. You know, whatnot. And then it'll be plenty of people on the boat that uh, they can just reel it in for me and then I can just take a picture with it. We don't need to do that. You got this, man. You got this. <laughs> uh, I want one of those things like Blue Gabe got or, or those big time. It just, you hit the button and it just reels it up. Yeah, the electric reels. I call that cheating, man, which I get. I mean, I get it. They're fishing six, seven, eight hundred foot of water. Yeah. Um, ain't nobody going to reel an amberjack in from eight hundred foot of yeah. water. It's just, it's, it's a task. No, I mean, I don't need to prove anything, but I mean, yeah. to me, the fishing is the fight. Oh, yeah. That, that's yeah. A, you know, I, I like to fight for about 30 seconds. And I'm like, you know what? That electric it. reel, there's no fight. You see that rod <laughs> bend over and you go, poop. And then it just, Come you just watch up. now, and like, all right, there's color. Here yeah. it comes. It just brings it up. I mean, they say I'm cheating with the holes, catching them with electronic traps. No, nah, so, you know, nobody wants to go out there and do that by hand. What are you <laughs> gonna do? Hide over in the bushes with a rip cord, just wait for them to get in there, uh, and then yank it and drop it. Yeah, I'm like, well, this ain't your granddaddy's trapping system no more. Maybe you yeah. need to try that one night. Maybe you need to get over there and just get you one, like, or make it just stage it. 
Yeah. You don't even got to really do it. Just hide <laughs> over in the bushes with a rope in your hand. Even like it could be a whole different yeah. day and just yank the rope and then drop the trap. Nobody ever know. Yeah, we can edit it. I can edit it to make it look like I just dropped it and then all of a sudden. The- yeah, I can I can do that 100% <laughs> for you. I can make that happen. Now that you know that you can trim videos, you can make that happen really easy. I know, easy. right? <laughs> oh, well, we're laying in the bed of the night watching the podcast and my wife's sitting there and she don't hardly ever. I mean, she watches my stuff. Sure. She don't ever like. When I get to watch my own YouTube, I hardly ever watch my own YouTube once it's it's up. Yeah. You know, I'll go through the videos and let my ads run as I'm going through the comments, sure. you know. But uh, we were sitting there later at night when we got to do it, and I was like, did I talk about my wife? And uh, Oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> For sure. That's what made. The, that's what added the comedy. Oh my gosh, she has so much, but she got so tickled just laying there, and I was like, "Well, that's nice. I'm glad my wife likes my stuff because you know, hopefully, we're in this direction of getting right. as good as you are talking in the mic and, and doing all this." So, um, they told me it would take me about 15 to 20 episodes before I just was just like, you know, yeah. And I mean, you know, it's funny because when people give that advice, a lot of times they're talking to people who've not done what we do um because i mean this was natural for me from the from the word go just because to me um you know there's no camera here today obviously but i film all mine so to me it's no different than being out on the boat and fishing i'm just talking the whole time um and i think i think you're gonna figure out it's about the same for you it's no different than doing your youtube videos right um you're just you're talking to an audience that they can't see you at that point but it's still it's basically the same thing yeah so it's what we do on the youtube side of stuff all the time and i think that that'll give you a certain level of comfort um, I mean, you killed it the other day when we sat down, you know, even on camera. It's, it's, I like to film because I think, you know, yeah. people get a, a good reaction out of what they see and that yeah. kind of stuff. I'm so. hoping to do that. And uh, next time I bring my wife down, you can show her the stuff on the, because she asked me, she's like, how did he get the audio to the video? And I was like, I asked the same thing. And he showed me, and I was like, it was cool, but I still don't remember. He said it was cool, but I have no idea what he did. Yeah. It's, I said, he made a file and then he dropped this file to this file. I said, it was together. <laughs> it's like he just, it was like magic. It was insane. Yeah, I can definitely show her. So the, the number one, one comment I got though, and I, I don't know how familiar you are with the channel, and I don't know that we even talked about this, but I do have an alter ego on my YouTube channel. I've got Eugene. Yeah, we talked about. Okay, that. Yeah, he's, they, they an old, he's an old redneck from Alabama, and uh, man, the comments for Eugene to go hog hunting with you <laughs> were rampant. Like right. they, they wanted to see Eugene in Matson, Mississippi, hunting hogs. There's no question right. about that. So well, we, we had to set it up. I'll get. I'll try to set it up to where like I got all three or four of my traps ready and that way you kind of know you got well the good thing about it and that's what i was telling sarah the other day i mean with as close proximity we are you could literally call me if you dropped at night you oh, yeah. call me and be like hey i got a, I got a set of pigs and then i can get up at three o'clock in the morning and head over and by the time you're ready to get them out that's i'm it. there that's so i mean yeah. you know it's not like we're 12 hours away from each other which make it a lot harder but i mean with that i mean I can be at your place four and a half, five hours. So oh, yeah. I've had some people come from Jackson. I'll be trapping for somebody and they'll yeah. just drive on. They have property in our in our area, but they live in Jackson, Mississippi, which is two and a half hours. Sure. And I would drop and they'd be there at daylight, you know, to, to help or yeah. whatever. But uh, it would be a riot for Eugene to help you drag hogs. You you would be you would be Eugene's hero. Yeah, I promise yeah, you. Yeah, I have yeah. to show you some clips of Eugene sometime. But he's he's something else. So. Well, it, it, like I said, it, it's just crazy that we get to do this for for a living and, and whatnot. And like I said, them teachers always try to keep me hush. But yeah, you know, they should have been training me. Right. So I'm telling you where I could be right now if I had some training and talking. <laughs> well, no, you no training would have messed you up. The last thing you need to do is a teacher get involved in what you're doing. No offense to our teachers out there, no, but yeah, yeah. Um, I, I did a podcast actually just here recently. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard it or not, but there's a huge speech out there, and this is not mine. It's some guy on the internet, and his whole speech is um, teaching a fish to climb a tree. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny that you said that because my my son, same thing. They 
his teachers for the, he was in public school for seven years and they just constantly like beat him backwards from what he was because he wanted to be a video game designer from the time he was six right. years old. So he'd go into school and he'd rush through his work, get all A's, but then he'd get his notebook out and he'd start doodling because yeah. that's what he did. That's what, all you know, right. he was, he's artistic. And I get a note every day, every single day. Got it. Got, can't just get chased focus. Can't get yeah. chased focus. And I'm like, Man, why, what's he not focusing on? I'm like, he's, he, I'm seeing his report card. He's getting all A's. Yeah, well, he's, he's just not doing it the way we want him to do it. Yeah. I'm like, well, what's it matter if he's getting it done? So we had some long conversations. But it, it's funny to see teachers tell kids to sit down and shut up, <laughs> essentially. And yeah. then you, they turn into us. Right, it's right, like right. It, We're who they turn into, and then you you got to look back and be like, hey, look at me now. Like That's this right. voice that you tried to shut up for yeah. about 12 years is paying the bills now. That's it. And like I said, it ain't. It, I understand they had 20 or 30 kids in, sure. a, in a room, but uh, they always had those special classes for them smart kids. So yes. Could have had them special classes for them talking kids. We yes. Could have had. I could have been on the debate team. You could have, but you could have. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> You know, how, you I know how Ron White of debate. I was gonna say, man, if you just showed up at a debate, that would have been, man. Did you did you have that same draw? Did you have that same draw in high school? Yeah, that'd have been like, <laughs> what I tell you, you know, we talk about them yo mama jokes <laughs> in your podcast. That'd have been like, you can't do this because I'd be like, yo mama. Yeah, the whole your only your only rebuttal at the end of the debate, you'd just be sitting there eyeballing them, yo mama. <laughs> What? <laughs> what? The judges be looking. Did he just say your mama? I'm I'm pretty sure that one on the left just said your mama. I'm pretty sure that's what he said just now. Oh, that would have been golly. Yeah. Man, why, why did we not have adult debate teams? Oh man, that's what we need to do for. We do. It's the internet. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> You're not wrong about that. I was just getting ready to say we need to get a big group of creators um, like that. We know, like me, you, Daniel, um, just a bunch of us, just us country folk, and have yeah. a a country debate about yeah. something that's just not important. Yeah, it like, doesn't matter. And we'll just have thousands of people listen to something. That, and you know they would. And that doesn't matter. If we if we put me, you, Daniel Arms, Cole Harkin, yeah. some of so just a bunch of us, if we put all of us on a debate stage and just get let somebody just ask us questions, we would get we would break the internet. Yeah. Arguing with each other. <laughs> Somebody said the only me. thing David, the only thing y'all say, he'd do his turkey call and be like, yo mama. Yo mama. <laughs> That'd be all he'd say. Somebody told me that. So, you know, I hadn't done it in a while, but uh, this morning uh, when I posted the the reel, one of them, uh, uh, the, one, the, day, the one I posted a reel today of catching that little croaker. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you were trying to get the hook. <laughs> Your giant croaker. <laughs> and this guy, you know, everybody's uh, joking me about, you know, not unhooking the fish myself yeah. and all that, my sensitive hands. And this guy got on there in bold-faced letters, like he had to cap lock everything. Yeah. He's like, I bet he sits down to pee, too. And I was like, only at your mama's house. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You're poor. What's your wife's name? Uh, Stephanie. Stephanie was, I guarantee Stephanie's just mortified when she listens to this. She's like, please don't give him any ideas. We'll bring Stephanie. Well, Stephanie can be the mom. Moderator. Yeah, I've been trying to get her on my show on the podcast and every night she's too tired to talk to me. When we lay in the bed, she's like, What you want to talk about? I'm like, No, what? see, you're missing you're missing a golden opportunity. Yeah. Bedtime with Stephanie. You just <laughs> as soon as she says that, you got your podcaster <laughs> set right up over under a pillow. You don't tell her about it. And as soon as she says that, you just hand her a microphone and be like, All right, babe, we're gonna do this. And we're gonna you do bedtime with Stephanie, and it's yeah. just a podcast that y'all shoot laying there in bed right before bed. Well, I actually got a uh, the uh recorder. 
Yeah. Because they told me if I run it out, if I ran out of, of slots in the back of this, yeah. that just like a group of people, yeah. that I can put the recorder on me or or one of them and then they can edit it sure. in there. How many people you know? This thing's set up for four microphones. I don't even know that many people. <laughs> what do you mean if you run out of slots on the back of this? Come on now. Well, we got you know, I'm not, you right. Y'all y'all's gonna bring the whole town hall to the to the yeah. podcast one. They'll be like, All right, we need to run recorders from everywhere. But no, you can do that. It's, so basically I have the recorders that I use in the wedding industry. There's actually one I'm laying right over over there so if i ever did have five people um i could just hook one of them up on a recorder and i could sync it up to this audio just like we did it wouldn't be as clean because yeah. it's got all the what if Ooh, i just thought about it so like if i wasn't here in person we're looking at each other you'd be doing over the phone and you'd be doing bluetooth through this thing right plug sort of but yeah so i mean like you would do a you would be doing a phone call conversation <laughs> what if every time my wife calls me now and i just run in there and plug it into this to the road you know you gotta do that all you gotta do is do screen recording on your iphone yeah i don't know how to do that that's super simple. I can show you that too. But, but yeah, I see what you're saying. And you just have a whole podcast she don't even know she was in. Yeah. <laughs> she just dropped one. Like six days, like six days worth of conversations. And, and then I'll just go through there and like set it up. My I, voice will be like, oh, baby, how much you love me today? I, and she'll be talking about loving the dog or something. I'm like. not sure that you understand how this worked, but that's, I know you've only been married a short time, but that's how divorces happen. <laughs> it's, it's just right there what you're talking about. That's how that's how you end up divorced. They'll be like, they'll be like, Judge, she needs half. Well, she she divorced me over this phone call. But listen to it. It's funny. It's funny. <laughs> I mean, I ain't wrong, Your Honor. I promise you, it was funny. I'm like, uh, oh. that would be a great idea to like let somebody participate in a podcast they didn't even know. Did you, did you ever listen to uh, Roy D. Mercer? You know who that is? Mm-hmm. Man, that's... Uh, yeah, that's, we used to... How big a boy are you? That's one of my goals in life is yeah. to do a Roy D. Mercer podcast one day and just start calling random places and talking yeah. talk to people. That'd be fun. I can't, I can't keep straight. I can't keep straight. Yeah. Like, it, I get awkward, and then I just get to tell like, what? Well, yeah, yeah, but like, well, look, you don't have to, because watch this right here. That's a mute button. Uh-huh. You hit that mute button right there, you can do whatever. You can laugh all you want to. Right. You can get, you get them on the phone, you run it through this, you hit that mute button, they can't hear you, you can laugh your butt off. <laughs> as long as you can get yourself together by the time it's your turn to talk, yeah. you'll be just fine. Yeah. Because <laughs> I get them people that hate on me all the time, you know, like, you ought to, we ought to, if I've seen you, I'd whoop you. I'm like, you know what I do for a living? Yeah. You know I have a gun with me at all times, <laughs> right? Like, there's never a time I don't have a gun with me. I'm like, what are you talking about, man? Yeah. But, uh, but, but yeah. it's funny because <clears throat> the keyboard warriors, it's, <laughs> I didn't realize this until, I don't know, probably three or four months after it happened, but there was a guy that used to just absolutely hate on me in every single video. It did not matter what I posted, what I was doing. He was going to get on there and make some kind of trash comment. Well, I was back in the boat into the boat ramp one day, and this guy comes up, and he's shaking my hand. He's like, man, it's nice to meet you. He's like, I'm such a huge fan, and yada, 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 yada. Well, I put it on the video. Um, because you know, if you have a fan encounter at the boat ramp, if I'm already recording, I'll throw it in the video just to give him a little acknowledgement or whatever. About three months later, I run into his girlfriend. That was the hater. One hundred percent. And I realized after I didn't even it didn't even dawn on me at the time. Yeah. After I met him at the boat ramp, he stopped making the comments on the videos because I put him in a video. Right. Um, he just didn't comment anymore. But Sarah and I rented his girlfriend one day and she told me that he was the hater. Up until he met me, and right. then all of a sudden, tune changed, and yeah. he, you know the keyboard warriors—they're never going to like can really confront you in person. They're—they're yeah. they're huge fans when they meet you in real life. Yeah, well, I mean, I want everybody. I don't even care if the haters are me because now you know I get so many haters. So when I show up somewhere, like when I drop the 
when I dropped the trap off, that guy was a fan. Yeah. So I go up to the store to get a drink and use the bathroom, and I and, and I cross paths with the guy that was in the bathroom, and he kind of looked at me funny. I'm like, I mean, I wasn't trying to beat the door down because there's just one stall right, in there. Right. I thought maybe that's why he's looking at me. Well, he waits on me to come back out, and I walk over to him, and he's looking at me, and I was like, he's gonna ask for me, y'all, y'all. And I pull yeah. up, he's like, you y'all, y'all. I said, you a fan? <laughs> That's always that's what I always ask people. People ask me, "Hey, you can't run, Ron?" I'll be like, "I don't know. You like him or no?" Like, yeah, man, I love you. yeah, that's me. Then that's all good. As long as you, no, I want to whoop you. That's my twin brother. That's my twin brother. I just wear his stuff. He pays me to. It's fine. Ain't no big deal. That's hilarious. So I've already met two people down here before yeah. I come here. Yeah, so. um, there was a lot of people, and I know on my videos, both of them that I posted that were that lived here in Pensacola. Like, oh my gosh, you got yacht in Pensacola. And yeah, it was funny. I don't, I don't know if we were. We were talking about it before we turned the podcaster on, but it was we have a huge crossover audience. I think a lot of it's because of Daniel. Yeah, I didn't even realize how much of a crossover audience we had. Um, right, to I be didn't honest. I mean, um, but I think a lot of it is just Daniel's little I, old lady. So I knew that a lot of people had to probably watch your stuff because I had a lot of people already always telling me how I don't fish good even yeah. when I fish with my five year old. Well, they like, ain't been watching me because I've, <laughs> I've never hid the fact that I am not very good at fishing <laughs> at all. I just do it. For fun, but, but yeah, I, I, that's what I'm saying. I take my trapping serious, take my Jesus serious, and the rest of it. If I don't know how to do it, there's no need of me trying to fake it because people yeah. see through it anyway, right? So it, you know, well, it's you. It's funny you say that because when I first started doing YouTube, I, I'd never really fished before at all. Before I moved down here, a lot of people thought I did all this bass fishing up in Kentucky, and then I was just learning saltwater. But that wasn't the case. I mean, I could count on two hands how many times I'd fished my whole life. Right. When I started a fishing YouTube channel, which I am not sure why I thought that was a good idea, but like I, I was in my kayak and I'm out there and I was like, I'd shot maybe three or four videos and I was stiff and uptight as you know how it goes when you first yeah. start. And uh, I was sitting right down there under the bridge right by my house one day and I caught a black drum, just a little puppy drum. And I pull it in. I was like, man, I really thought this was going to be a sheep's head. You know, the water conditions are right for sheep's head. And I just stopped writing a video. And you could literally see like a light bulb went off over my head. And I was like, y'all, I'm telling you a barefaced lie. I don't know if the water <laughs> conditions are right for sheep's head. I don't know what bait I should be using for sheep's head. Heck, I don't even know what the water temperature is because I don't have enough electronics on this boat. Right. And from then on, I stopped trying to teach people or act like I knew what I was doing. And I just brought, I'm like, I'm a terrible fisherman. I'm going to bring y'all along for this journey and we're going to figure it out together. That's and then it. that's where, that's kind of why we have such a loyal audience. Yeah, I think so. You can't, everybody can't be a pro. And if you are a pro, just be a pro. Sure. I mean, I feel like, you know, humbling. I'm a professional trapper. Sure. Okay. But I'm going to have fun with it. And yeah. when I make mistakes, we just go along with it. But anyhow, you know, it's just a, it's a crazy world. But I tell people in general, even tell my kids, you know, if you can hit the baseball every single time, just don't act like That's something. Right. Just be humble about it and move on. And if somebody got to give you advice, Take it or leave it how you want it, and yeah. just don't worry about no issues. Yeah, and it's, um, you know, it's one of the things is, and so many people, you know, I work with big creators like you. I mean, I'm, I've been so blessed to, to be intertwined with literally some of the biggest names in this industry. Right. I mean, and people see that. What people don't see is I work with a ton of small creators, too. Yeah. And, but they're not as recognizable. So people don't, they don't remember them. They remember when Yacht Yacht's yeah, on the channel because yeah. you're Yacht. But still, I mean, you. Yeah. And, but I mean, and then, but you know, and then you work with Dar Sizzle or Daniel Arms and people recognize them. But I work with a ton of smaller creators, too. But you can learn something from everybody. That's right. I mean, you know, just because somebody, 
somebody's only got a thousand subscribers or whatever, they may be doing something that that is change that can change the industry. So don't ever look past those people and be like, oh, you know, they so and so's only got a thousand subscribers. They don't know what they're doing. They might. They yeah. might have an idea you can take and bring over to your content and and really change things That's for you. Right. I mean, it's, yeah, a lot of people when you're googling something, just say you're trying to fix something. The first thing you do is when you Google how to fix something or do something, and you Google it. The first thing you do is go whoever's got the most views. You think that's the most knowledge. Yeah. In reality, it may not be. Yeah, I'm a pig trapper. I may not have the most knowledge. It may just be the guy that everybody wants to listen to at right. the time. Exactly. But there may be another pig trapper that actually gives you factual information in a way that you need to hear it, understand sure. it. Where I'm just out here like you know. Well, and I mean, I think there's a difference between, and I think you've, I think you've hit that happy medium so well in your platform of educational entertainment. Yeah. Where I've never hid the fact mine is I'm 100% an entertainment channel. Yeah. Don't don't come to my channel to learn how to fish. In right. all seriousness, like yeah. you're you're not going to be benefiting if that's really what you're trying to do. Don't I'm not the channel for you. Now, if you want to come laugh and have fun and, and see some mistakes and like we're going to get a good laugh out right. of a 20-minute episode, hey, we are where you need to be. But if you're looking to, like, to seriously like figure out fishing, probably not us because yeah. we're just not an educational channel. But you found such a happy medium of you are educational, but you're also super entertaining in the process. I think that's that's worked really, really well for yeah, you. You got to get through, you got to go through 30 minutes of the BS to get to the, the, the actual the knowledge what you're looking for. Yeah, but that's okay. <laughs> that's what pays the bills. You know what we got to do tomorrow? We'll be pretty cool on the boat what's that is i get on there and i act like i know what i'm talking about like we caught this speckled belly <laughs> croaker trout just start and, randomly yeah. calling them fish yeah and this is and you can only catch them on when the water's wet you know <laughs> they're they are doing a uh a huge submarine base out by the earth submarine race out by the naval base tomorrow if you want to go watch that have you listened to the news i don't want nothing to do with a sub yeah it's i mean i've, I've never <laughs> i've never seen one but i know it's like a big deal is it there. controlled with a remote control no they're they're <laughs> they're, they're military i mean we're not gonna be on them but they're, oh, yeah. they're racing you can watch it i'm gonna watch them underwater <laughs> <laughs> i can't even see my, my, my sunglasses ain't even polarized to see the fish in the water <laughs> I want to see a submarine. That, that's a joke behind. Now tomorrow, <laughs> that you really might get to see the Blues tomorrow. Blues should be in town tomorrow. Okay. Um, yeah. I think they're supposed to resume normal practice schedule this week, which is Tuesday and Wednesday. So I guess. we might need to try to be in a position to yeah. see them wherever they're flying at. Yeah, so. all them bubbles going up under the sub up under the water from submarine. That's right. <laughs> looking for bubbles. <laughs> looking for bubbles. <laughs> uh, it was funny. I was out with Captain Ryan last week when we went offshore, and he was talking about that. Now there is something super cool happening in our area right now, though. But it's just a chance. Um, right outside the Destin Pass, about a mile out, there is a whale shark. That's like forty foot. Really? Um, that's just constantly running the the hmm. where the that's the, about the miles where the first drop happens, where you go from like twenty to like sixty or seventy. Yeah, um, and he's just running that shelf. Um, but tons and tons of videos have been really? have been surfacing of him out there just running back and forth up and down the beach. We didn't see him the other day when we were out there. We were really yeah. hoping to, but that would be pretty cool. I mean, because you're talking about a forty foot whale shark, that's literally twice as big as the boat we're going to be in. Yeah, we don't want to be in a boat and see one now. Why, dude? It'd be awesome. They're super gentle. You, I mean, there's people that's gotten out and swam with that one and everything, which I don't I don't recommend that. I think that's dumb, but I'm just saying. My grandmama's dog was gentle until it bit somebody. <laughs> yeah, that's the truth. <laughs> and I guess a forty foot whale shark, all it takes is one time. I'll take one time, flip a tail. Next thing you know, you shark bait. Yeah. Did you ever see the video of that the whale that ate the kayaker? Did you ever see that? Yeah. Dude, that was insane. Yeah. Like know. it just came up and just like ate on her and then spit her out. I was yeah, no like, good. Been no. trying to tell you, wasn't no good, lady. Yeah. <laughs> No good. <laughs> Can you imagine having that ammunition for your wife? You're her husband. <laughs> you so bad, the daggone whale won't even eat you. All that salt in the water, they could you wouldn't even taste good enough. <laughs> they had you seasoned up and everything. <laughs> 
goodness gracious. Yeah, no doubt that caused a, that caused a yeah. fight at home for oh, yeah. sure. Oh, ain't enough salt in the ocean to make you taste good, woman. <laughs> Oh my God! I tell you, we better, as my my wife said, it'd be a, I'll be a woman hater sometimes. So we better about get ready to end it there before we get too yeah, deep. Yeah, don't we don't want we definitely don't want to like we don't want to upset the masses yeah. for sure. Not trying to get canceled out here this week. <laughs> oh, but any which way, cameraman Ron, I appreciate it. Y'all go to his channel, YouTube channel, check it out, check out the podcast and whatnot that he has. And uh, tomorrow we'll be on the water, hopefully catching another. Croaker or Shiner or Pintail or something. I don't know. Belly Cuda. Yeah, Belly Cuda. Belly, belly Cuda, like a Barracuda. Yeah, only with the Pelicans, belly. I don't know, but we're going to have fun doing it. And uh, hopefully we beat the heat. So like I said, y'all have a good one. God bless. And as always, Jesus loves you.